Hey guys, it's me Janelle. I just want to hop on here real quick before the episode on behalf of Jocelyn and I that if you haven't already, please take time to educate yourself on what's going on in India because the COVID situation there is really bad and if you can, find ways to help. There'll be ways to help and educate yourself linked in the description of this episode. And now concluding to what our episode's about, trigger warning for the episode is that if things surrounding mental health trigger you, like depression, anxiety, EDs are briefly mentioned in this episode, and self-harm, I advise you now to please click out of this episode because we do talk about stuff like that in this episode. And if there was anything I did not mention that surrounds mental health, just feel free to click out of this episode right now instead of triggering yourself. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode if you're going to listen to the rest. And that's it from me. I hope you enjoy this episode, guys, if you're going to listen to it. Welcome back to Proficiently Chaotic. I'm your host, Jocelyn, and this is your other host. Hey guys, it's Janelle. And today we will be talking about mental health. Okay, um, so starting into that, mental health, since we're Gen Z, mental health is something that's like being more normalized now, which I'm very thankful for. Back then it was like taboo, you know? Yeah, and we've both had our both fair share of mental health with mental health stuff and it's really just refreshing <laughs> to see that like mental health isn't like a stigma now which stigma now which is really good because everyone has mental health mm-hmm. and a lot of like a lot of more people have been talking about their mental health and their issues that go really deep and how one time we were talking about how like now therapy is something that's encouraged instead of, instead of stigmatized which is really good because i feel like it's really important to talk about your feelings you're right. <laughs> and the thing is, though, with um therapy, personally, I don't think therapy means you have to go like into a room and talk to some to some fucking random professional stranger. Therapy could also just be like just something that like feels therapeutic. It's not to just be talking to someone. Like it could be meditation. It could be listening to peaceful music. You know. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's other coping mechanisms that you can do instead of just like talking to someone because that doesn't work for everyone. Yeah, and I feel like for some people, that would, like, cause them to be more anxious than, like, okay. <laughs> That's so true. But, like, with mental health in Gen Z, oh, my God, this is a whole whirlwind. Mm-hmm. It, <laughs> like, I think every one in two people have, like, a mental health issue. And, like, our generation, I think we suffer with mental health more than any other generation. The thing is, though, I feel like what people don't um don't really talk about is that in Gen Z, Gen Z is the one trying to bring so much light to mental health. When in re- when I feel like deep down, mental health de- Gen sorry, when deep down Gen Z are we're like the ones like struggling, but then we're trying to like bring this to light. But then in a way, like it push we we're like pushing our struggles aside instead of like trying to help ourselves for some people. Mm-hmm. I feel like some t- or I feel like also that whole thing with like oh positive vibes and like only positive vibes it's like we can't be that all the time you know like not everyone can be happy all the time so I think like if we like even though you should be positive you should allow other emotions to occur and no that positive vibes only shit I think that's fucking stupid that's not real that's not realistic it's like I know that is 
That's so dumb. Yeah, it's like when it's like when when there's like create creators like trying to show a per- picture perfect life. But now what I'm happy about in like YouTube now people are like are being like, hey, mental, hey, we're not perfect. Our lives aren't perfect. Mental. Um, there are days we have bad days. Our our lives aren't picture perfect. That's why like a lot of like the lifestyle groups since like they're being relevant again because they're like showing that they're real people now, not not twenty year olds acting like five year olds screaming. They like talk, some of them like said like mm-hmm. I remember Miss Tiffany like, Tiffany Ma said in a um True Frederick with Island Morin that she thinks that in a couple of years the YouTubers that'll be irrelevant are the ones that act like they have perfect lives, which I feel like is really true because now mm-hmm. social media it's starting to be more of like I guess a mentally healthy place for people, even though it's still really bad, but it's way better than like before. I know I feel like like it was like a lot more thing to be like a perfect like a per- you were supposed to display like a perfect life online. Which is just so unattainable. Like even like you know like travel vlogs, like YouTubers used to. Oh post, bitch! Oh bitch! They hold were, like, on, bitch! So... Oh bitch! There was a YouTuber mm-hmm. that kind of like spilled some tea and said that like you'd be surprised about how many of these travel vlogs are fake. Um, a- um, my life was Ava said that. No, because like they look so perfect. It is so unrealistic. Like traveling is never gonna be like that. Like yeah, you're gonna get like like good views and like nice footage but like there's so much that goes into traveling that they never like put out so we always thought like like traveling had to look exactly like that when it does not homie they act like they don't have to go through the tsa i swear that's what those videos fucking showed exactly and like even even like they would like what is it they would like even edit the background of photos and like make it look even better when like it's it doesn't look like not that. the saturation. <laughs> no, yeah, like the saturation. They said saturation all the way up. Make myself look orange. Exactly. They like oversaturated every single thing. They were like, let's make this look the like the sunniest place I on think earth. That was like most of like 2016, 2017, which is probably really bad for like people around our age because during that age we're all very young and impressionable. Then that's when we were like finding about like, about like oh my god, Bora Bora is a thing. It's a place. Then mm-hmm. our oh our lo- our twelve year old asses thought that was real. <laughs> and we were like, "Wow, it looks so nice!" Like, like no, it there was so much drama that went down. I think the funny thing is, though, if you were to meet one of those people in real life, you, you'd be like, "Wait, they look different than how they look in their thumbnails. They're not orange." <laughs> like, they don't they don't look like, like y'all look fucking Donald Trump looking orange and shit. <laughs> No, literally, they. It was like so orange. It was so bad. I don't even know why we thought that was that looked good. That's why the thing is, the social media can be so bad for these young impressionable audiences. Like, I feel like we're not as impressionable as before, but we definitely still can be to an extent. Literally, and then even like even when they would like Photoshop everything and like filters and edits and like all of that i feel like that was a really huge problem as well because it, it looked fake as well the thing is though like now like speaking to like our generation with mental health like social media with, with our generation like that has a lot of that has positives but there's way more negatives for sure mm-hmm. like i think mental health has been more of a conversation that has opened up in social media more but I still think things are still like picture perfect, though they may not have that like orange <laughs> saturation. I feel like they still have that like Instagram look to them. Like they still, it still looks nice and like put together and very clean. And it just, it still 
feels unattainable. Yeah, and the thing I respect though about like um Alicia Marie is that she just she just basically like stopped really like editing her Instagram photos. She'll just post them or like fix coloring just a bit. And like it's that's really good, like especially since she doesn't have that much of a young audience anymore, but she still definitely has her old fans from school Alicia. You'll see her post and it's like, oh, that's oh my makeup not looking not looking like there's texture. That's real. Like because so many of these influencers, like these beauty gurus, you'll see them post on Instagram. Then they'll post like their their insane makeup looks like that took you hours to do good for you. But the thing is, their ma- their skin literally looks, looks like there's no texture when that's not fucking real. It's not like, ugh. and then, or I feel like even the rise of like Instagram models has become has really affected like girl, especially girls. I feel like their health. Like, we see, like, these Instagram models or, like, these people that are giving, like, famous for being, like, pretty or even, like, TikTokers, like, anybody, like, in that social media realm who are getting famous for being pretty. I feel like that also affects um, people's mental health and their views on them. Yeah, like, EDs and stuff. Like, the thing, and there was, like, a thing. It was, I think it was Kendall Jenner. There was a thing where she was, like, oh, she's edited, she's she edited a video to make her waist look slimmer then everybody was getting mad about it as they should because you are because i feel like i don't we obviously don't know because we're not fucking influencers but i feel like influencers don't realize how big an effect those little edits can make on someone's mental health especially someone with an ed that's scrolling through their feed and follows you mm-hmm. and especially someone who looks up to you and kind of like idolizes you in the way that like oh they look like their body's perfect they look so good those small edits make people want to have your certain body type like you have their dream body type and they aspire to be you when that edit you're making that's unattainable to get Mm -hmm. like having that small of a waist like my gosh like we need to be open more about how people have different body shapes and body types that do not just fit us this one and what the thing did you hear about the thing with chloe kardashian oh my gosh have you seen her she looks people were like she looks different every social every picture but then there was a thing where there was an unedited photo of her then like some shit would look the kardashians law tumor lost to lawyers or something they were like oh we get that off her account because like her publicist posted an unedited photo then it was just a mess but the thing is though how do people expect Chloe not to make edit herself that much in every picture when she's been bullied for years and called the ugly sister? Mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah, that even, like, mental health, real, like, it is such a huge thing that, like, it it affects all of our lives and how we view ourselves. Yeah, even, like, the famous people, like, famous people have mental health. You can't, it's cliche, but you really cannot buy happiness. Obviously, money, I'm going to admit, money does make, in a way, cost you less stress. Like, you don't have to stress about how you're paying your bills next month. You don't don't have to stress about your next meal. But at the end of the day, the love from, like, Mm -hmm. people in your life, that's where you're going to get your happiness from. Yeah, like, happiness does not give you, or no, money does not give you happiness that lasts for a long time. It may give you, like, a short-term happiness, but it really does not give you that satisfactory happiness that you want your entire life yeah that long that longevity is what's really important there like it just makes you feel more secure it doesn't give you happiness 
Yeah, but like at the end of the day, though, we can't act like, oh, I don't want any of my money because you're fucking lying. Exactly. And if you don't want your money, give yeah, it to me. Donate exactly. to us. Support this podcast. <laughs> donate to the poor. Us acting like we're the Our poor. will be in the link in description. I think profe- proficiently chaotic really showed in the- showed it in the last thirty seconds. I know. Okay, we <laughs> we need to get back yeah. on track. Okay, so we're going back to, like, how social media is really toxic for your mental health. I feel like if you're re- when you're really struggling, the- if you end up going to social media, you could just keep scrolling and scrolling. Then just start feeling even worse about yourself. No, I think a tip I would say is, like, don't go to social media if you have, like, really bad mental health. Because social media is just, like, it's... It just looks too picture perfect. Everything looks perfect. And you're just going to compare yourself. Even if you try not to compare yourself, like, you just do because you're human. Like, it's impossible to not, like, compare your life to someone else's that you see through a screen. Yeah, log out or delete the app. Take a deep breath and take a break and just take some time for yourself. Do what do what you need to do to have that therapeutic feeling. Just take a, just take a break sometimes because taking a break from, like, I feel just everything is very important. Mm-hmm. Just take take that break for yourself. I think we need to start doing more things like social media breaks or talking about that more because social media, like even if you think it doesn't affect you, if you have the app, it really does affect you. If you keep on scrolling and scrolling and you spend hours on there, I think you should like just uninstall it, log out, take a break and just maybe not go on it for a few days yeah your subconscious mind and i feel like in our generation since a lot of us like i feel like that average age this isn't based on based on like research or anything this is just me assuming the average age to get a social media app is like sixth seventh grade or just sometime in middle school and mm-hmm. it's crazy though how like I mean, I think- we've just been exposed to that since that long and obviously we can't speak on this as much anymore since we're literally just freshmen but our our generation's like we've just been groomed by the internet, like iPads being thrown at five year olds. And in a way, I do understand it because parents, I f- we obviously can't speak on this as much, but I feel like parents they just like have a hard time just being parents because that you're like that's a whole ass learning process. You're raising a whole ass human. Then when they're five years old and you're tired and just want sleep, I feel like there's gonna be a point where just you're just gonna be like, here, watch some toy videos. I need a break, eat and watch toy videos so I can eat too. No, I feel like that's been a lot more, like, normalized, if that makes sense. Like, I remember my my parents would just give me, like, their phone and, like, I put, I'd play, like, Subway Surfers, and that would get me to be quiet. Like, I feel like that's a bigger thing now. Like, parents giving their kids, like, electronics or their phones so they can play a game and, like, be quiet. But I feel like, like, you're being exposed to, like, just like technology and you could be exposed to the internet at a pretty young age i mean i'm just gonna be real most of our generation learned about sex due to internet no you're no you're absolutely right i feel like you like i'm not i'm not trying to like say you're a bad parent if you or like if you do this but like you giving like your kid like technology or like the internet or whatever like they're gonna learn so much stuff like especially much i feel like mature stuff that i don't think they should know i feel like either way though they'd be exposed to it eventually because there's gonna be that one kid it's like who knows like their older brother like told them about this but then yeah there's, there's all- just some ways like 
there's always that from like what we from what i've heard from like older from like influencers that i watch and stuff that apparently like porn porn shit like that is not realistic so we don't obviously we don't know that like we haven't even been a part of anything but the thing is though we can't i don't there's like fucking second year old second year olds what there's second graders knowing what sex is and that makes me really uncomfortable yeah i i don't know i just like kids i like obviously you shouldn't be in a bubble your whole entire life but if you are in second grade knowing about sex already like i think there's a problem there's a problem i remember in fifth grade a second grader went um asked this girl in my class would you fuck me for two quarters you're kidding yeah no this actually happened like i don't I'm uncomfortable. That's scary. Like, why do you know what that is? And why are you cursing like that? Like, what? Like, obviously, I'm not gonna. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna be honest. I started cursing and shit when I was in fourth grade, and I found out about sex in like I think fourth grade too. Because hi, I read fanfic. I need help. Yes, I know. Oh, oh fan! You're. Oh my god. Yeah, it's bad, but it's like. All right. Obviously, I didn't end up fucked up or anything. At least for what I think right now, I'll update you later if I ended up fucked up. But there's also like a thing where like we can all be at like different places emo- mentally, like mentally maturity and stuff like that. I don't want to mm-hmm. like gas like gas ourselves up and like some like quote unquote narcissist, but I feel like to an extent we are emotionally mature. Like like adults have both told us this before. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I just really don't want to sound narcissistic or anything. But I think, oh, speaking of that, though, let's talk about that. With things like narcissism, we always don't want, we we always don't want to be like, oh, I don't want to sound like I'm giving myself too much credit. But that's another thing that goes into mental health because you deserve to give yourself love, deserve to give yourself credit. And mm-hmm. I'm still, I still really suck at this. I'm still working on this. But now I am working on trying to give myself love, like show myself some love. Like, like I said, we both had our fair share of mental health it, exper- issues, experiences, whatever you want to call it. I don't want to call it issues, though. Actually, we're not going to call it issues because they aren't issues. They're just, cha- they're just challenges in the road. You know, they're just bumps in the road. We both had mm-hmm. our like fair share of bumps in the road, though. And I really do had, I really had have struggled with self-love like a lot because one of the things I went through is like is just really bad depression and I'm not going to get into it too much today but a thing with that is though like that really like I really did not love myself and that's something I'm still rebuilding but I'm lucky and happy to be in a position Mm -hmm. where I'm able to rebuild that now Mm. I feel like also like self-deprecating humor has been really like normalized and like I know like to a point it is really funny like to like kind of joke about your experiences that you can laugh about but I also feel like some people kind of started like believing yeah that, like almost like tearing themselves down for humor and like even though it was funny to other people like that like it was hurting ourselves emotionally I was listening to teenage therapy and they actually had a whole episode on this Hi, I listen to other podcasts, but I think I really agreed with was like how they were talking about how like self-deprecating humor. If that's your only sen- sense of humor, you're not fucking funny. They didn't say you're not fucking funny, but like you're not funny if like self-deprecating humor is your only source of humor. Because if you keep dogging on yourself like that, eventually that's what's gonna be stuck in your mind subconsciously too. Then you're gonna start believing that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just I feel like yeah, like tearing yourself down 
that way is just not it's not good for your mental health like like it's funny to some extent but if you are hurting yourself and like almost like just like not loving yourself you need to fix that and in a sense that that's also projecting your trauma onto other people but then people Mm -hmm. are gonna try and say oh they're being too sensitive no the fuck they're not they they've they probably have reasons to why it's triggering them so stop calling people sensitive for for being for having mental health for be just dealing with their mental health you should give yourself credit and love yourself first before you start to make those jokes about yourself like because if you don't love yourself first like it that's just going to lead into so many other problems and like you're just going to be like a people pleaser and like all this stuff like you guys need to learn to like love yourself first give yourself that credit before you start to please other people and give other people credit like don't don't what's the word it's like don't make yourself less than what you are because you are worth a lot yes please know your worth please Mm -hmm. know your worth first i feel like that also ties into imposter syndrome though because it's like because the whole people pleasing thing, but it's like, oh, am I am I really that good and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Like, and you start to just question your like. I feel like you really just need to believe that you are worth it. You need to believe that you are like amazing within yourself, and the stuff you are being given and the stuff you have earned is like you you have done that yourself. But, I, like, that's a lot easier said than done, though. Like, it's a lot easier to believe that you are worth it. Yeah, because, like, you have to have that realization, obviously. But I feel that's why it's so important not to tie yourself so much into, like, school. Like, obviously, school is very important. Stay in school. But don't tie yourself Please. so much into that. <laughs> because if you tie yourself so much into that, that's, that's what your whole life can be absorbed into. And there's you really do have to take time for yourself. Like, don't connect your self-worth to the achievements that you have made. Try to, like, disconnect that and just, like, realize your self-worth and that your achievements are what you have done yourself, not because someone, like, not because someone told you to do it. Like, do those things for yourself and, like, try to not, like, latch your self-worth to, like, just, like, oh, like, if I don't get a 4.0, like, I'm not worth it. Like, don't do that. In a way, though, I feel like we both, like, we put ourselves both, um, we give ourselves high-ass standards, both of us. So we obviously do struggle with that, too. Like, if you know us, you probably, you could, you'd probably, if you go to school with us or something, you'd probably assume we're like that, which we kind of are. (laughs) But, like, person for me, at least, I've been really trying to disconnect with that and just, like, try and, like, work work on self-improvement instead of like basing everything like oh i need to get this on in time oh i need to do this so i can get this gpa and stuff like that Mm -hmm. same like even though i may look like that on the outside and like i still kind of am i'm just trying to like disconnect that more and just try to do schoolwork just because like like i try to have the mindset that i'm gonna learn new things not like oh i have to turn this in on time or else like i'm not gonna do well in this class and I'm gonna fail I'm gonna be homeless like (laughs) it all leads into like that like you like yeah don't have that mindset because like that's so stressful and worrisome I'm so proud of you because I've known you for a long time and I've seen how that absorbed you so much and sometimes you'd be so stressed over that and then I've seen how like slowly you've like been disconnecting 
from that and like finding your own identity and i and i'm really proud of you for that oh thank you <laughs> honestly like yeah <laughs> like honestly yeah like honest or what is it? even like like i don't know why i was like so like that was middle school too <laughs> like you know it just like looking at the grand scheme of things like school is really like it's important obviously but it's like looking back on that stuff you're not going to remember anything you're only going to do multiplication and addition subtraction and division and that's all like don't like don't try so hard I guess like you're not going to use this stuff later in life guys we've came a far away the second day of school we tried to drop an advanced class we came a far away even though we weren't allowed to because so many people tried to because no one did what they were supposed to do over the summer but we tried to drop an advanced class guys we emailed we emailed our um our guide she's our guidance counselor right is she our guidance counselor who we emailed yeah i think yeah she's our guidance counselor so we emailed our guidance counselor we tried to drop that class but we didn't get to and we're going through we're going through it but we tried to drop that class so guys we we really made progress i know we did <laughs> but honestly that class is easier than the regular class right now so yeah because that teacher actually really like understanding with like mental health and stuff so like the work's been like she said like the work's been cut down like two thirds right yeah because she said we're only getting a third of what we would have been doing if we were in school, which I am really thankful for her for that, though, because, oh, my God, if her work was how it was in school, I would not be surviving this school I year. I could not handle that with my band class. <laughs> I could same. not handle that workload. Same. Oh, my God, that class. <laughs> Stress. I know. I also feel like you also have to just let things be almost. Like, you just have to let like things happen like i like i know it's like that things happen for a reason that whole crop yeah that's whole cl- also, very cliche sorry that is very cliche but like i don't think things happen for a reason like that but i think things do happen and you just kind of have to let them be like there's a certain point where you can only do so much like you just kind of have to let things go and not hold on to like not getting this grade or not passing this class like it is what it is and you just kind of have to let that be and just like don't stress too much over that for me i do believe though that things happen for a reason because like i guess from like in the grand scheme of things when they add up but obviously i'm gonna respect other people's beliefs but then you that's right though you do have to accept when things don't happen you because you're going to fail in life that's where you're gonna that's how you're gonna learn if you don't fail then how are you gonna grow then Mm -hmm. i'm really thankful though that i have parents that that aren't trying to have everything so perfect like obviously obviously my parents don't want me to fail but yeah, if they don't want us to be hard yeah, <laughs> but like my mom I'll, she'll tell me like oh if i'm feeling and like i'm really down about it she will it's okay because you all, all you can do next time is be better and i'm really thankful because i know that some people they have parents that, that want everything to be perfect and stuff and i cannot imagine what the hell that feels like like i mean like it's, I mean, my parents. I feel like they do, are they aren't like super strict about that, but like I feel like they kind of. Uh, it's a weird feeling, but I know I do feel like like those like movies, you know, where they're like the parents are super strict and they're like, oh God. and like they get on them for their grit. Like I just can't. That seems just so scary and like so much work, and like even 
sometimes you have to learn to not put pressure on yourself as well because I feel like your your pressure is even worse than what other people have expectations of you oh my god literally because my parents obviously have expectations but it because of but I've ended up putting pressure on myself which it makes me think that the pressure they're having is way worse than I than it actually is which I've recently started to realize yeah, it's, it's like mainly the pressure that you put on yourself that you, like you think that others have onto you. That, But like, honestly, they really don't. Like your parents, obviously they might have like pressure and a bit of expectations, but it's mainly what you think that affects like what you do. We literally sound like the burnt out, get, burnt out gifted child stereotype right now. <laughs> we do. When the burnt out gifted gifted child finally had their mental breakdown, we're we're the we're we're at the edge, we're at the breaking point. We're at the boiling point of being burnt out gifted childs. We're we're like the cliff's right there. Okay, but like, Uh, before we go on with something else, I want to tell you guys something. Hi, this isn't an ad because I know it sounds like it, but it's really not. So you're gonna repeat after me. I am worth it, I am loved, I am powerful, I am strong, and I can get through anything. So you're going to repeat that. You, I hope you repeated that. And I hope you, and if you need to repeat that every day in the mirror, write it down, repeat it every day. And I want you to start believing that because you are worth it. You are, and you are loved, you are strong, and you can get through anything. I feel like positive affirmations, like that is also a huge thing. Like, your mindset of yourself and your mind and like the things you say to yourself have a really have a really big effect on yeah tying back into the self-deprecating humor thing Mm -hmm. like i think like i think changing your mindset and like or like you always hear like like those daily affirmation things but i think those really do help like to some extent like just like telling yourself like i am worth it and i'm worthy of love i mean because you are but also just like just the mindset you have to other people and the mindset you have to other things, like the things you do and say to yourself, like in your head are going to affect how you think about life and how you think about just everything. Yeah, for sure. And we don't realize it, but Justin is right though. That pause affirmation, it really does do a big difference, even though it doesn't seem like it. Mm-hmm. To like, Try and just have that to read. I, I'll have it, like, on the wall in front of my desk, just so I could see that. And I often mm-hmm. buy my bed, too. Like, I think just... Mm-hmm. I think just having, like, like even if you have a whiteboard, you have a mirror, you have a piece of paper, like, write that down where you can see it, like, every day. And trust me, like, you'll start to just kind of, like, believe it and almost, like, manifest it. Like, you'll just... Like, you'll see it and think... Like, if you're constantly reminded of that, it really does help. It's very gradual, but long-term, you'll really see the the change that little note actually made into your life. Mm-hmm. And then I also think not just believing them or not just seeing, like, reading things, but also, like, acting them out is also, like, really good as well. Like, putting those things into practice, like like self-worth like starting to realize that you are worthy of love or even setting boundaries and trying to not be a people pleaser is like that's a good start just like 
if someone asks you to go somewhere or like and you really like don't want to like saying just hey like I don't want to do that like just those little things will make a big difference yeah just say no don't don't try and find an excuse you don't have to find an excuse if you don't want to go then don't go don't like I said don't find an excuse because you deserve to just not want to go to places you know Mm-hmm. And if that person is mad at you for then that, them. Uh, first, I, cut them off. Yeah, I would cut them <laughs> off. But all, like, so like, if okay, if you have someone that's not understanding of your emotions, first of all, I oh, think cut that bitch off. Grab the damn. Business. Yeah, that's manipulative, and I think you need to cut them off right now because people have to like, if you ha- don't have friends or people that you surround yourself with that aren't going to be understanding of like when you don't want to do something or want to do something with them cut them off immediately Mm. just do it for yourself this is gonna sound cliche again but i'd rather be stood stood at a table alone than at a lunch table full of people that are toxic Mm -hmm. no definitely like it's like it's way better to just be by yourself than be with like manipulative toxic people who like really don't care about you and if you're afraid of being alone and you just don't want to be lost and stuff so the thing is though first of all fuck all the people laughing at you they're assholes they're probably assholes like the people you cut off and then and second of all even though you're alone i know it'll feel like it'll suck but the thing is you being alone you can learn so much about yourself and you and you don't have to worry about those assholes anymore that were being toxic to you exactly like I think a really big thing is just being comfortable in your own skin as well. Like just being like being able to be comfortable like with yourself and like you are your own best friend. Like you are your first best friend before anyone else. And like, I think we need to learn to just like love ourselves more and just like be okay with being alone. Sometimes being alone is like one of the best things you can do for yourself. Yes, like, please, though, like, if you really don't, I get scary to be alone. I do understand that. But sometimes the times you are alone are the times that that you, I guess, like, do learn more about yourself than you ever will or just, like, realize those things that you, like, want to work on and stuff. And it's a good Mm -hmm. to be alone because you get to reflect on a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. If you when you don't have the pressure of other people or other people's needs, like you realize your own needs and you realize what you want for yourself and what you need for yourself. Um. Yes. Oh wait. Yes, because mm-hmm. quarantine hype. You've been stuck here for over a year, but then is I think <laughs> it was like beginning middle of January. I realized that I really want to start to make changes in my life because. We've been here for almost a year. Then why waste even more time? Because we're still gonna be here for for a while. Because this this isn't gonna just magically disappear overnight. It's ha- it's mm-hmm. obviously getting better now gradually here in, in the U.S. where we live and in California, um, where sixteen plus is be- are being vaccinated now. But this is not going to disappear overnight. So we have we might there's a chance we're gonna spend maybe a whole another uh, the whole rest of the year inside. Hopefully not. But if we do. Why don't you use that time, find your bad habits, and work on yourself instead of just wasting, letting a whole another year go by? No, you're so right. Like, 
take this like this is like i feel like this is the perfect time to improve yourself yeah actually like just like right here just like because we've been like we've been you don't want to like if you're like look at it from a year from now like you don't want to be the same person you were a year ago like i think you always want to consistently like grow and know more about yourself and be a better person like don't try to don't be stuck in the same person you were a year ago. and all honesty if you are the exact the exact same person you are from a you were from a year ago today i'm going to be honest you should probably reevaluate some things you're doing mhm but oh my god that realization i had in january like i've kind of fallen off now but i was making breakfast for the whole house waking up at like 6am th- taking my showers at, when i woke up at 6am then i was like actually sleeping i was trying to get be on my phone less then i was th- i'm i'm sad because i was doing really well then like i've kind of fallen off but i'm trying to get there again but I, you can't obviously so like we said you cannot put yourself down please do not do that so what i've just been doing is i'm just going to try and, i'm just try, going to try and get there again because that is that is a that is a minor bump in the road and i have to keep going i have to keep going through that that path you know i can't just so just because you fucked up once doesn't mean you have, doesn't mean you have to let yourself keep fucking up you could always go back up mm-hmm. and i feel like you like being consistently like perfect and doing that like isn't always gonna work you know I feel like there you do need to have some of those like step backs or you do need to kind of like it's okay to not be perfect like it is okay to not totally like wake up at 6am every single day like it is okay to have those minor setbacks as long as you try to get back and like try to grow through that setback like that's that's important as well like we're saying in the beginning of the episode that that consistency all of that that everything being picture perfect that is not real no it's not at all if you guys saw well when we were recording this the video didn't post yet but if you guys saw my um week in my life spring break you saw that i when i woke up on monday i i ended up laying in bed for a whole another hour that's obviously counterproductive but that's very common and i sounded dead like i did not sound like i had energy at all because all of those weekend morning routines you'd watch on youtube in like like 20 what 2014 2016 those when they woke up and they had full energy that is not real people do not wake up like that you do not wake up like that. Then they That's wake up and they lie. literally have a full face of makeup. That is not real. That is how you get acne. No, okay, yeah. Those, like those, oh, get ready with me or wake up with me were so fake. Like they they woke up looking. Dude, great. their hair was they, perfect. Like the lighting. Your was hair good. is not like that when and you wake even up. Their breakfast was like. Exactly. Their br- exactly their beds, Dude, their beds were, were made not even, nothing was you're not telling up. me that you slept and your bed didn't wrinkle or anything you made your bed exactly. then you were started recording and you record they're not recording this in the morning they record they're recording this at two mm-hmm. after like, in the afternoon not, no like please like everything was just so perfect like no you no you stay in bed for like an that's hour that's the average person like, that does is, that is what happens no, oh my like yeah, I'm trying yeah. to break that habit more now. I feel like you are, you don't answer my texts half the time. <laughs> <laughs> if any of you, 
Because I, because I, okay, but I never answer like your text. Eighteen different texts instead of one whole one. But Jocelyn's the exact opposite. Yeah. No, it's so funny. Anyone I text, like, does it like you? Like, they'll send eighteen individual texts of like one sentence each. But I send like a whole paragraph. At least I still respond to everything to someone says. <laughs> oh my god, I hate when people yeah, don't respond true. to everything you say. Sorry, I just had to interrupt you for okay, a second I, about that because that is I, a pet peeve of mine. Mm, same kind, same, but also like kind of because like also like I, I think I know who you're talking you, about. Sometimes I will. So, and not, and not. Yeah, if I don't like you, sometimes if you know you text, I might just yeah, I definitely you talking on about. Red. <laughs> but most of most of the time, I try to. Res- mm-hmm, you know, you know. <laughs> but most of the time, I try to respond to every- if I like you, like genuinely, then I'll try to respond to every text. <laughs> Yeah, like, if you spend too much time on your phone in the morning, I would, like, please, like, reduce that. Just because, like, I feel like in the morning, it's, like, in the morning, you should kind of, that's, like, your time to, like, wake up and just, like, take everything oh in. God. Like, you shouldn't, the first thing and, you shouldn't open is, like, Instagram yeah. and, like, scrolling, like, or TikTok. Like, you should not be, like, scrolling and scrolling through that. Like, you should Fresh go your make teeth. your Fresh breakfast, your go get Dental ready. hygiene's like, very important. Try to not be on your phone during those hours. But- <laughs> but um mm-hmm. yeah like we don't want you those know how cavities. I was like, speaking about like how it's being very productive and stuff but I'm I'm gonna get there again right I think I made a thing I made sure to do was don't check social media for a whole hour don't even go on your phone for a whole hour unless it's to play unless it's to play music and that's all you're gonna do and you're gonna put your phone down then I'd go make breakfast for everybody then I'd go back in my room just lis- be listening to some chill music then I'd actually go in one of my notebooks and write down five things I was grateful for I feel like I'm the last person would expect to do this. Because oh, I don't think I told you oh too gosh, much about so this. Nice. Mm-hmm. No, you really ha- you have it. Oh I my god, heard- bye. Not, <laughs> not the horrible sleep that I used yeah. to have. Y'all, wait, sleeping Ooh, at 2 a.m. was early for me. So just think of that. Mm-hmm. Okay, also, everyone, do please go to example. sleep do early. Not follow the do not go to sleep do before not follow that it's not That's okay. really bad. And I did that for four years straight. Do not follow that example. Yeah. Like, we, we need to, Actually, we need that's to normalize. Now, not getting sleep is normalized. I know so many people who don't. Yeah, why is not getting sleep normalized? That's really bad for your brain exactly. and your body. like, oh, being tired. No, honestly, like, people are like, like being like tired in the morning or being like, oh, I only got like five hours of sleep was like, oh, wow. Or like, not wow, but it was just like, oh, you like, should oh, not that's be like getting normal. Like, that's I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a hypocrite for a sec, but you should not be going to school with three hours of sleep. I used to do this basically every day. Do not do it. That's so bad for you. No. Then like, it, then like in the morning, like you'll be dead. But like, I'm going to be honest. I did. I w- it was so bad for me for four years that that, that three hours gave me energy and do not do it that's so bad for you you should not do that and like or even like honestly don't stay up to do like schoolwork either like i mean obviously sometimes you have to but like i feel like some like we really need to get like normalized sleep like getting the sleep that you need even if you don't finish work i mean but that's also some of your <laughs> teacher's fault who should not give you that much work even though they're like oh you should get sleep that like okay honestly to those teachers that are like 
oh, like get like get the right amount of sleep, but we'll assign a huge product project and like well, how these, do you like, expect someone to sleep? But then you are a hypocrite. Assign something that takes that long to do. Like I get these teachers, they 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 majors in these fields, so to them maybe no. it'll take them a week maximum. But we did not major in these fields. We do not understand everything. So it'll take us a lot longer than you. So please let us sleep. And please, if you're go- for school, please at least get six hours of sleep. Ideal is seven to eight, but please get at least six. Do not work on those projects. Your your health and your mental health, physical and mental health, are more important than is are gonna be the things that are that at the utmost important. Not school. Exactly. Like you're not getting enough sleep. Like it increases like your stress, your anxiety, just for like tomorrow, and like even your tiredness, your fatigue. Like everything is gonna be even worse. Like we really need to just start like more sleep is good like get the right amount of sleep or at least at least six hours like you don't have to stay up and do those things yeah because if they're it's gonna very, cost like, you I guess, tomorrow i guess it's kind of cliche but do you really want i don't think i don't i don't know if this is cliche or not okay but so let's say so in this one book hi not me mentioning books but <laughs> in this book called they both died and there's a thing in the world it's called Deathcast that around like the early morning times they call you and they're gonna and they inform you that you're gonna die in 24 hours and they've never and they're never wrong for some reason but if you if you got a call from someone at a at early morning that said you were gonna die in 24 hours do you really want do you really want one of the last things you did to was stressing about work and stuff so that's why we have to like it, we can't right now obviously because of the state of the world we're in but so do the most you can while you're being safe. But do you really want stressing about school to be one of the last things you did? Exactly. Like, yeah, there like that's why there's just so many bigger things in life, at least for like teenagers and like uh, pe- or college students or people uh, in school right now. Like there's so many bigger things out in the world than just that your book, by the way, was called They Both Died. The end. You probably heard of it on TikTok or something. But that book really did like it really did like change my life, to be honest, because like it really made, because I really like had that had had a <laughs> mind, a small realization of like how small our time was because of like deaths like in the family. But that book made me realize even more because that you could just die then die like even if you're young you could just die and then did you then the thing the thing is did you really want to just like die and, and know that most of your life you just spent it inside like in your room it really just it really just hit me in that because it was like dang i'm i'm really not doing much so after like we get the world ends up being normal again i really want to like actually try and start living and that's why like i really just like i'm trying to like be consistent on youtube now because youtube's actually one of my dreams to dreams i'm just gonna put that out there put that into the universe let that manifest but it's really it really is one of my dreams so like since we're stuck inside and there's really nothing else to do i'm really gonna try and be be, i cannot speak i'm really gonna try and be consistent now Mm -hmm. yes i will watch each video but no but honestly like you're so right it's just like there's so much out there in the world like we need to start living like obviously we're in a pandemic and that's like also really really hard but it's no it honestly is hard to go out but there's just like so much more in the world that like we like and like yeah even like death like 
yeah death can come at any like I know this is kind of scary but death can come at any point in our lives like you like you are never promised like the next like few years or even tomorrow like even because I feel like because we're young we don't like yeah really like think about it because like oh it's like death is like an old person thing but no like death affects anybody like it can come to anybody and I think that's why what like spend your life doing something you love and doing something you're passionate about not doing something that's gonna be like oh like it's gonna keep me safe and but if you're unhappy then why are you living like with or you yeah like, even though say, you're secure like you said we're so secure. unhappy people will break up say hate just because of the money live. they're getting for it, from it but why work the job you hate when that's when working is most of your life? I was watching, hi, not general referencing an outside source again, but I was watching a yesterday video where they went to the airport and was like, oh, anyone, we're going to try and find someone that's spontaneous enough that's willing to change their flight. We'll book them a flight to anywhere they want in the U.S. Then these people, the people they chose, chose Hawaii. Then um, the dad from that family was talking about how he said that there's when I, I'm gonna, I'm given two dates on my date, then he stayed his birthday, then there's gonna be a line between them. I want to make that line worth it. It was something along the lines of that. But that really just like spoke to me. It was like, yeah, like, wow, one day, our whole lives are gonna turn into two dates. And some people are only going to know us by two dates. But then the people that were close that were that knew us during our lives, they're the people that are gonna know what's what's in that line. And it's really important to like, just make your life worth it in that line because once you're dead that's it not to like make this sad or anything if you can't tell i'm really about to cry mm-hmm. not like me yeah, i'm not not to make this sad not to make this sad or anything but like yeah like once death happens like like nothing like that that person's life has like ended basically like, no memories are going to be created for their more and like that's uh, like obviously that's sad but like and, um, that's true that's why the like, thing is so like true. with grudges and stuff because like you're holding a grudge your whole life why hold that anger when you only have so much time on earth and you don't even know when, when your last day is a thing is though during quarantine because it obviously mm-hmm. is a time for reflection because you really are just stuck in your own Honestly. thoughts because where are you gonna go so like in the beginning of quarantine, this was in May, that there is people there is like people that like I'm I'm pretty sure they hate me to be honest. And I really could care less. But then I I really felt like I forgave them. But during that time in May, I really just had the epiphany that's like, dang, I really have forgiven you. I really just I from all from all the stuff these people have done to me or like said to me, I really just don't care anymore. And it made me just be like I, I just felt so at peace. Like I was like I was just able to like DM these people on Instagram and be like, even though I still personally do not think I did anything wrong. But I was able to put my pride down and be like, hey, if I ever did anything to hurt you, I'm sorry. I just want, I, you don't have to forgive me. I just want that to be out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's really important. Like, grudges are, like, you, like, honestly, grudges are so stupid at, like, at, to some extent. Because, like, why would you hold a grudge against someone when, like, you, like yeah, when you like, could it's, die It's already tomorrow, done. Like, Let it go. It's already done. What are you going to do? Change what happened? Like, I feel like once you grow from, or once you, like, just, like, get over your anger and, like, the problem, like, you should at least have, like, some type of, like, reconcile with the person, like, 
like I'm sorry if I ever hurt you and like even though we may not be like friends or may not have the relationship we did because I that hope, sense like, of closure closure be, even though it might like, it may not seem terms. like it in some situations but that sense of closure really does do a lot and is really important mm-hmm. like even if it doesn't give you some type of like closure it may give someone yeah, else um, that closure that they want yeah and um jocelyn speak i lost my train of thought we went okay. from mental health yeah, we should go back we to... went from we went from mental oh health to you can die make your time worth it this, this episode literally just turned to into death. Like, how to live your life to the fullest and like, okay we all have issues you're gonna love yourself and you're gonna live your life to the fullest <laughs> I mean, those topics still tie together. Yeah. We have that up. Like, this, yeah, it all still kind of, like, tie, like, just, like, your life. You know what? Going back to being realistic. So, a podcast, obviously, it's partially structured. It's structured, obviously. But it's also supposed to be just you listening into other people's conversations and, like, you're a part of it. I know damn well when y'all talk to people, y'all don't have a list of what you're going to talk about and stick Mm -hmm. only to that list. No one does that when they're talking to someone. Unless you're in a business meeting. Like, like a podcast, like, obviously, like, we should have, like, some points. Or we have, like, a topic, obviously, and, like, points. Like, Janelle and I, like, we just don't stick to that. Because, I mean, that's why we named it Proficiently Honestly, Chaotic. No, I really think I need to go to a doctor or something. Because I really think I could have ADHD. Do not self-diagnose yourself. So going back to the mental health you thing, might. do not self-diagnose yourself. You should get that checked. And that's the, but oh, I yeah. do understand oh, yeah. that there are some cases where that. you can't we afford should. to get diagnosed or you're not in a position where you're able to like talk to someone and be like, hey, can I go to a doctor and get diagnosed with this? I do understand that though. But do like, do extensive research, like extensive, oh, like, yeah, extensive, don't... extensive research. Don't be taking one test and be like, I have this. I know. Like, don't take like a survey, like, oh, am I depressed or not? And like, debasing if you have depression like don't yeah that's bad don't do that please don't do that like you do do research and like definitely if you can I would recommend talk to a doctor but if you can that's fine as well but like also don't be so like firm on it be like oh yeah I have depression like oh yeah I have anxiety like like you should like just be like I may have anxiety or like I may have depression but like don't be super firm on that and like try to tell everyone like just because you took like a survey and got depression um not me being lost but also though there are some people that's like it's obvious <laughs> they, they know damn well because they they know their own emotions so clearly that they know that they're going through who like for example depression don't please don't invalidate people please Obviously, like, some people, it'll seem like mm-hmm. they're faking it, but like, if you think they are, yeah. how about you just don't say anything and ignore it? Because you really don't know what's going on with someone. hmm Like, yeah, you really, you will never fully understand someone else's emotions besides your own. And I think, like, you really need to, like, stick to that. There are things that people go through that you don't see on the surface level. Or you, sometimes they, they're so good at, like, hiding it, you don't even see it, even if you're, like, their closest friend. Like don't always assume that someone is just like faking it or it's like oh like no you don't have anxiety like don't gaslight or invalidate someone else yes that's so important experiences and, and emotions we both grew up watching alex wasabi's vlogs when like when he's still vlogging stuff when like it was his golden era basically and wasabi productions when we left but i'm really happy mm-hmm. we grew up with 
like I grew up with that because I was he always reminded us that you never know what any, ever, anyone's going through and to like try and remain positive even though he he had some faults where he tried to like promote positivity all the time but like now like in present day he realized that you cannot make everybody happy and you can't be happy all the time so I'm happy he realized that but it really did a lot though to hear from like someone you, you like looked up to and always watched that it's it's important to realize you do not know what someone's going through that was really important to hear from me for for as a little kid mm-hmm. yeah I think that is important to hear like just like overall to anyone like you will never understand someone's emotions fully the one thing I kind of hate though is how like anxiety oh. or depression became like a trend almost or became like a it became like, I don't know how to somehow it all, like I want to say trend but like because it kind of mm-hmm. it kind of was like or even just like being like oh like the sad girl like the emo girl but like like that was like a whole like trend and like I didn't really like oh, how anxiety and depression was tied into that and was like oh uh-huh or like oh she's like like she's so sad and like or like she's going through stuff and like but, like, those people actually didn't have, like, anxiety or depression. It was kind of just, like, to be trendy. I feel like those are, like, like toxic really of TikTok, like though. That. And, like, so all social, not just TikTok. I'm not going to do that to TikTok. All social media. People will be like, I'm so depressed. Oh, my God. I'm so anxious. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, it's like, oh, my like, hands shake. Like, First oh, of all, shut like, the fuck I'm... up. Second of all, shut the fuck up. Third of all, shut the fuck up. No, but okay, but actually, like it was so annoying. They're, 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 people, trying, to, like, they're trying to bring to life the like, mental health stigma that we're trying to get rid of. Exactly, like that stigma that like oh, all depressed people are sad and like suicidal. When actually, like depression oh has so depression many different layers. How people cope and how people look like, like depression. Depression does not have a one look. Depression can look like so different to so many people like I just hated how people like would think depression as like oh I'm sad and I'm I don't want to live like depression does not always look like that and I hated how one person's depression will never exactly be the same as someone else's depression and I hate how like Mm -hmm. I hate how loosely terms like anxiety depression and anxious would be because anxiety and stress different things just because you're stressed does not mean you're anxious you don't have to be you Mm -hmm. obviously you don't have to have anxiety to be anxious but sometimes you do have to realize there is a big difference towards being stressed and being anxious and there's a big difference towards being sad and to being depressed when you're depressed you literally do not want to get out of bed you literally just don't want to do anything just sometimes you just want to cry all day let's be on to be honest you're not, when you're sad, that's temporary. When you're depressed, you're in this, when, you're you're the, in despair for like a long period of time. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I like I hated how like these people have never went through depression or anxiety, but we're trying to like put that out like they were. Like that really rubbed me the wrong way because like for people who do suffer with anxiety like it really does suck it should not be like this trendy oh like she's so like emotional or he's so like different like it's not that it's like it's to actually be honest, really when people bad do that, it, it is kind of triggering because it's like wow like they're invalidating the mental illness first of all it's like it's like wow i've been going through this and people are just gonna are just saying that 
exactly like people are just gonna like act, like what is it use my de- use to, my mental like illness to their like aesthetic yeah because people like, people yeah, act mental health is an aesthetic which is the last thing you should be doing yes mental health for anyone out there mental health is not an aesthetic please do not make it an aesthetic it is something that people actually have to deal with and cope with and like affect someone's lives like and there please do not make it aesthetic trigger warning um jokes um insensitive quote-unquote jokes about um about suicide so skip like a minute and so skip into so skip a whole minute like go to like one an out like Oh, never mind. The timestamp won't be the same, so please just skip like a minute or two. But there'll be pe- there there will be people that make jokes that are like, "Oh, I'm gonna kill myself. I'm gonna slit my wrist." And those people are the worst people to be alive. Let's, those people are some of the worst people. Mm-hmm. Like those people that like constantly say that stuff, even even if they're not going through depression. Like honestly, like people who say that and don't go through depression, like that like please do not make suicide is not a joke suicide should not be made into a joke that, like that that will just trigger them like that. even more and issue. make them feel and make them feel worse about themselves mm-hmm. like like just and even just being around someone like that like please cut them off if they're saying that stuff and they are not suicidal or have depression like that is but Please sometimes people They're that do people. struggle, that. some people that do struggle with that, though, they'll end up being like, oh, I'm just joking, self-deprecating humor. Stop doing that. It's not fair for you to be projecting your trauma onto somebody else. Not to invalidate people, but mm-hmm. if you're, and, if you're, oh, also, if, um, you are... if you're projecting your trauma onto somebody else, I don't think that's going to make you feel much better either. Mm-hmm. Also, to someone who has has a friend who is suicidal or has depression or like a girlfriend or boyfriend you do not you are not the source of their like happiness like I feel like or like you know when people would like say like oh I'm gonna kill myself if you that's manipulative like that is so toxic that's like please get out of like I know obviously like that person is struggling but like you also know that you are not the cause of them not like killing themselves or like if you like if you leave like you're a bad person like you're not a bad person for that trying ties to get out into, of a toxic um, situation that ties into if you cannot love if you can't love yourself then you cannot then you can't love someone else yeah, yeah. like know yourself that also ties into self-worth like know that like don't blame your like you are not the cause of someone's like if that if that person does die like don't blame yourself or don't like put that stress and pressure and like that guilt onto you are not some security you are not the problem exactly like you're not someone's like like you're you're not someone's totally like will to live and everything like don't put that yeah you are your own person and they're their own person that is not your problem and and in a way, they're projecting their trauma onto you when you could have your be having your own problems too. Uh huh. Like I feel like people don't realize that like that can affect someone else as well. Like you saying that stuff. Like obviously, like yeah, you may be dealing with your own stuff, but like please don't project like all of that onto someone else. When people for, when because people that really does trauma affect onto other, other people. That it's not fair to the people they're projecting their trauma onto because those people, they, everyone has their own issues going on. But then those people are, just, 
some people can be very selfish so they're worrying about your issues when they have their own issues to already worry about Mm -hmm. like I think if someone does have if someone is does have depression or suicide um or has anxiety and wants to talk to you it should not be about like oh I want to kill myself I want to slit my wrist like that stuff it should be more about expressing their emotions to you and talking in a healthy way to you and just like having someone to cope yeah and that's why now we're lucky that we're in that we're in a time where therapy is encouraged like yeah I think it is good that therapy has become more of a thing not as more because like you know how it was like a not a joke but it was like oh yeah, like, you should get therapy like like a condescending thing but like now therapy is more now therapy is more like oh you should like talk with someone or yeah before therapy was treated as if it was something you would go to if you're mentally like if you're insane yeah or it's you know those jokes of like oh you should go to a mental hospital or like oh yeah, you're yeah. not like you're so mentally fucked up when like honestly so though sometimes people people do have have to go to mental hospitals because they genuinely need the help don't de- don't dehumanize someone for wanting to mm-hmm. for wanting to go there or don't just like, don't use that to, as a way to dehumanize someone and don't just don't dehumanize people in the first place exactly like it you should not be like you're just you're furthering the stigma around mental health like mental health is okay or like mental health should be normalized there should not be a stigma around mental illnesses or mental health or someone wanting to cope by going to a mental hospital or going if you're to doing therapy, the stuff that really if you're doing the stuff that you shouldn't be doing doing that jocelyn named you are part of the problem don't be over here acting like you're not because you are mm-hmm. like yeah you you furthering the stigma is you like you you're oh you're so annoying like you, like you're furthering the stigma and the problem at hand it's okay to if you're you're mental you are not your mental illness please remember that though you are if you have a mental illness you are not your mental illness your mental illness is going to be a part of your life but it does not define you you define yourself and you you get to choose who you want to be in life Mm -hmm. yeah your mental health is just an aspect of your life and of yourself but it is not you like like that's what i'm trying to like don't tie your self-worth or like things to like like think like don't tie your self-worth to your mental illness or anything like that like you are your own person and those things are separate from you you yes, create 100%. your own self-worth and, and your own person i lost <clears throat> i lost what i was gonna say oh my gosh <laughs> Oh, it's okay. so I remember now. Your mental illness—you don't always have to treat it as a negative thing because your mental your your mental illness can treat can you can learn yourself about yourself through your mental illness and and sometimes you can grow you can like I guess grow from your mental illnesses. So you don't always treat it like it's the worst thing in the world because it really does suck. But it's you don't have to treat it like it's super negative, even though it can, it can be really negative. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like I think sometimes having like. Obviously, though, mental health, like, overall, like, or mental illnesses overall suck. I think there are some, like, positive things that can come out of, like, mental illnesses. Like, like, you can understand people better, and you can understand people who do have, who go through the same things as you better. Like, you have a deeper understanding. (laughs) 
like I feel like that's why like you and me are pretty close too because like we both go, we both go through go through things and like I think that's kind of like what's helped us to understand each other because we both go through things like mental illnesses and mental health and like we just have similar like emotions towards certain yeah, things and that, yeah for I think sure and with, with me and Justin we have a relationship problems. with each other that we're both really open with each other about what we're going through and we have open communication about that and we try and help each other go through that mm-hmm. I like I think it is really important to have someone like that who you can talk to about your problems and like just let it all out because obviously like bottling things up is never that's the last thing you should be doing. like you're just gonna explode one day and that's uh-huh. you should please like that's why I think it is important just to find that like one even one person is per- fine and just talking to them and releasing your emotions and expressing and... your emotions <laughs> yes did you lose it yeah I really need to oh go to a doctor and, and see if I could have H because if I do I, re- I really want to get in meds for that <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that explains a lot. It still hasn't came back. It still hasn't okay, came back. Here. Wait. Oh, I, okay, I found it. Now. I found it, guys. I found it. I found it. Okay, so with with that I open communication, <laughs> obviously that's important in any relationship in the relationship you have with anyone. If you have a job with your friends, with your family, if you're not gonna communicate, just know things are gonna go wrong. I understand that communication can be hard at times, but it's mm-hmm. it's important to be in, to at least be able to try. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like no, I agree with you on that. Like, I think it's really just I was, I think it's really important just to find someone that's like kind of similar to like similar to you and will kind of understand what you're going through. Like that's why I think in school it's really important to find someone who's <laughs> similar. Like me and Janelle both have like Asian parents and like that whole thing. <laughs> and like I think that's why we like we understand each other's problems because we yeah and like we've been them, like, we've like together gone, almost we've been like so we like started like getting closer in our fifth grade and obviously since like you're, we're very young at that time if when you're friends since like elementary you start you start those relationships through common interests I feel like you also start most relationships with people like that like friendships and like maybe significant others too I don't know I haven't dabbled into that because I hate it because I hate everyone. <laughs> But you start mostly. <laughs> we used to have that I hate everyone. We used to it's have that I hate I everyone tweet. but you trope. The I, hate ev- the I hate everyone in the world but you trope without the but you. <laughs> yeah, but okay, going on to that. You that start one. most of your relationships with people from common interests. Unless obviously, like, it's your fucking family. You're, you're born into that. <laughs> but... <laughs> but for like the relationships we choose to we yeah, choose to be to be with people friendship or significant other you start you build a lot of those uh, most of arguably most of those off of common interests and then you build from that and you get to know and you get to know people more but it's, if you don't have that open communication your friendship's mm-hmm. probably gonna end no to I, be, mm-hmm. or your relationship i'm gonna be honest yeah no honestly like commute like I swear, communication and understanding communication between, like, relationships is so important. Like, I feel like that's arguably, like, one of the most important things you should have in a relationship. Just being able to talk to each other. I mean, if you can communicate communicate with people, then everything's just going to go south from there. 
Mm-hmm. Like, if you cannot communicate with others, like, I'm sorry, but, like, I think you should really learn to talk and about your emotions. Like, you cannot, you can only bottle things up I'm so also, much. From what, and from it's, what I'm actually, it's also just, answers. like, communicating with people in general. Like, oh, do, do you, when someone asks you where you want to eat, and you have somewhere really specific you want to go, and you're not voicing that out, then, sweetheart, you're not going to get what you want. Surprise. No, like, mm-hmm, that's, like, you really do have to voice out what you want in life and, like, communicate that to others because, like, you're, like, yeah. if you stay silent in your whole life, like, you're just going to have an unhappy life. Like, I'm just going to say it. You're going to be unhappy with not being able to get what you want because you're not telling people what you want. You're not telling others what you need and what you want. You're not going to get not, it. Like, what's that's, the magic word? That, that's just Communicating. <laughs> <laughs> we're, no we're mickey mouse are we, are we dora now <laughs> it's communication do you, what is it, like do you see the key <laughs> okay but back to being serious though if you really just like struggle with this and you and you don't know why that's maybe there that's why we have police like therapy please try and if one therapist doesn't work out that doesn't mean all therapists suck because sometimes you just don't click with the, don't click with that therapist but then if you if you've gone through multiple therapists and you just realize therapy is not for you then that's okay because you can find other ways to find therapy it doesn't have to be talking to someone just to reiterate yeah mm, i think we also need to talk or i also think like as a society we need to learn like Therapy comes in all forms as well, not just talking to someone on a couch, laying down, and them like even writing though we're it not down there on a yet, checklist we and still have. And but even but even though also that we've already gone through so many steps to normalize things, we have to keep doing it. We cannot settle. We have to keep going to make to just make it better to just make it better, and we have to do it so the future generations have that. We have to keep going. We can't be like, oh, we have this. We already won. No, we didn't already win. We still mm-hmm. have long no. steps to go. Mm-hmm. and I like no I totally agree with you on that I think that's how it is with like anything like getting rid of that taboo and that stigma or reforming anything it really takes steps and those gradual steps to change things like just because yeah it's been more normalized and we see like more things on social media about mental health and about like coping mechanisms and whatever like there's still so much left to do that's why we can't just be like, oh, we're satisfied and normalizing we that. Like, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say, like, I'm not trying to invalidate what has happened and what people have been doing. Like, I, like yeah, I think it's great that mental health is, like, a bigger thing now. And, like, I'm not going to be locked up for it in, like, a mental hospital or, like, those insane asylums. Like, I'm grateful that that is not where we're at. Yeah, I guess for both of us real quick, I think we're, so we're both really happy done. and, like, proud of the world that we were lucky enough to live in a country that this stuff is starting to be normalized and in society and we're in the generation where this stuff is normal and it's okay to feel how you're feeling we're very lucky to have that for sure but there's still long steps to go there's a long way to go still mm-hmm. there is like there's still there's still so mm-hmm. there's still so much we can do like to implement more like mental health into our everyday lives that's why as a generation i just before i go on though i want to mention how like some people think generations are stupid which i do agree generations can be very stupid but the thing is though it makes sense why generations are a thing because if you think about it 
our generation so since it's by generations we're all the same age then when we have a lot of power in the world like who knows like we're so like and i feel like maybe in your 50s 40s i don't know that's when we're gonna be the ones like that's gonna that are most of the people voting and stuff so that's our generation using our generation's impact so then that means during the time when we our kids are our kids are babies we're gonna be the ones like educating our generation we're gonna be educating our kids and stuff on things so then if we if our generation does right then our generations could our kids are gonna grow up to be like oh we have to make sure we do this this and this so like i hope you understand why i'm trying to you guys understand what i'm trying to say because i know like i sound really like flip floppy right now but like if our generation does its job right the next generation will be our kids and if we did right on raising them then they're just going to continue on with the whole path of being like oh we need to do better i know i think like that like just i don't like i don't know if any parents would ever watch or listen to this but if you if you're a parent like please teach your kid about mental health like i think that's where we learn a lot about our stuff is just our parents and i think like teaching if we teach like, I'm happy we're learning about this stuff now, like, from, like, the internet and social media, because, like, I've learned a lot more about, like, mental health and, like, like not, like, opening up my emotions more, and I think if we teach that to our generations, it'll like, be a positive on butterfly on, effect. Like, it will just be better for everyone. Just to reiterate, though, like we said, sorry, I'm going to interrupt you real quick, yeah. but <laughs> just to reiterate, like, though, from the last episode... Remember, though, we are not perfect. We're only fre- high school freshmen, and we're still learning a lot. So if there's something here that's very triggering, just very wrong, please feel please go to, like, our Instagram DMs or something, and please feel free to educate us because, because we're aware that we're not perfect, and we still have a long way to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, please tell us, like, the episode and also just, like, the time yeah, stamp we need as to well, apolo- just so, like, it's easier. We have to, like, these, we like, have to make our, <laughs> our apologies. Or, like, if we need to put some... We have to make we have to make our apologies. Our apologies. Or if we need to put something in like the description, like talking about it, like because yeah, we are we are we are not perfect in any way, shape, or form. Like we're both high school students. We're both high school freshmen. Like we're still learning as like well, guys so when we're like, recording this, we're both we're both only 14. When you guys are listening to this, Jocelyn's 15 already, but guys, we're very young. So remember, if we have to be held accountable, hold us accountable. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like we're very young and very dumb. <laughs> so we're young, dumb, and broke. Young, so, yeah. young, dumb, broke <laughs> high school that into kids. Account. I really hope people understood that reference. Like Kelly. <laughs> If you're not, no, I'm gonna be please, very sad. Tell me you guys are you guys know that reference. <laughs> Here, please just put this young, dumb, and broke into your Google search bar. Please just do it right now. For my sanity. Look. You don't get the reference. <laughs> For Janelle's if sanity, you don't want to cry, right go now search if you that did up. Not get that reference. <laughs> okay, so please. <laughs> Bye. This is a personal attack. <laughs> We should just have an hour-long podcast. Janelle getting personally attacked by Jocelyn. Yep, we totally should. This will it'll it could go on for three hours at that oh point because God. it'll just be personal attacks from from like five years. From like 
yeah it'll from, be, like, that's why you had a fantasy years, it's just like each personal attack <laughs> not me giving her ideas on what to attack me on oh my god I know. Okay, we'll say that for later, though, when people know. Yeah. When people okay, know us so, more, we're not, we're, which, no, we're so not totally relevant. Closing irrelevant. statements. I'll open the floor to you first, because I'm thinking. Um, oh, what should I say? Um, well, I mean, I hope you guys learned something from this episode. I know it's kind of all over the place, as will our future episodes be. But, yeah, I think like just like mental health overall and like your self-worth and like the whole thing with living your life to the fullest and like understanding your emotions is that will play a big part into your life like all like throughout your entire life and I think try to take what you learned from this podcast and really just like apply it to your everyday life and also (laughs) so um uh, I don't know I'm gonna talk that (laughs) But yeah, she, yeah, she's one hundred percent right. Though I really hope that like you, this hour, would you guys took really did teach you guys at least something, and that you really do try to like apply what we told, what we said in your life, and like, and I so basically I agree with everything she said. <laughs> Wait, what was the first thing you said? I was gonna, I was gonna build off of that. Oh my god, guys, I'm sorry. Okay, wait. I remember what I was gonna say now. Wait, self worth, mental health. Well, so so she mentioned something about like our episode (laughs) being chaotic, like 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 our podcast name. (laughs) But yeah, so everything it's gonna be a learning process. So so we this is our second episode of our podcast, and everything this whole podcast process because we're both pretty we're both pretty new to this. I mean, I do have I do have another podcast with someone else, but. That's really been in- inconsistent. So we're learning. This is going to be a learning process. We're learning with you guys. You guys are learning with us. Mm-hmm. We're we're learning. We're all learning more every day. We're not perfect humans, like we said. Perfect, not real. <laughs> yeah, but remember, mm-hmm. perfect is not real, guys. Educate yourself about mental health. Um, it's okay to it's okay to feel how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. And I so I'm. When I say these words that I'm going to say, please repeat it. Please repeat it to yourself. I am loved. I am of love. I I am worth a lot. I will not settle. I am smart. I am brave. I am honest. I am kind, and and I am selfless. And I will put myself first. And I'm gonna have a good day. And I can get through my struggles, and I am a strong person. Please, re- please remind yourself that. And if you can, please remind yourself that every day, because you are a strong person. You are loved. You are brave. You are honest. You are kind. You are selfless, and and you're intelligent. And it's very important, like we said, to give yourself those positive affirmations. So, yeah. And our next episodes, they won't be as serious. <laughs> We'll have more lighthearted episodes for you guys to laugh with us. So if you want, if you're here to laugh with us, I get that this, I get if this isn't your cup of tea. <laughs> this episode really, I literally almost cried during this episode. Oh. So yeah. So um, follow my socials. 
Instagram, Twitter, Janelle Ramos with two R's. Subscribe to my YouTube, Janelle Ramos. And Jocelyn, anything you want to plug? You can find me on Instagram at Jocelyn underscore 2028. Uh, thank you for listening to this podcast episode. And hopefully you were able to get done what you needed to while listening to this. And before we leave, I just want to mention that I cha- I literally changed all my ads to what they are now for branding purposes because I was starting YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you that yet, but that's why I changed my ads. They were for branding purposes, so I was easier to find. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Cause <laughs> okay, that makes that makes sense. So goodbye from me and. <laughs> Okay, goodbye, guys. Yeah, goodbye from us. We'll see you next Friday (laughs) on Proficient (laughs) Theology. And make sure to listen to our previous episode.